0: Both the Air Force and the Navy want Congress's permission to retire some of their weapon systems. The basic rationale is to free up money for the sort of high-end warfare they say they need to prepare for. Some of those systems are decades old and showing their age, but not all of them. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details on the service's varying justifications for divestiture. While defense officials cite the age of the platforms as one of the justifications
1: for letting them go in many of the 2022 budget's divestiture proposals, that's not true in every instance. The most glaring example of expensive systems slated for retirement, even though they have plenty of useful service life left, are the four littoral combat ships the Navy is proposing to dispose of. Each of them is less than a decade old, and the newest of them, the USS Little Rock, was commissioned less than four years ago. Its first deployment was last February. But Vice Admiral James Kilby, the Deputy Chief of Naval Operations for Warfighting Requirements and Capabilities, says getting the ship into a condition where it's survivable in real-world combat would require expensive upgrades. And considering budget limitations, that money can be better spent elsewhere in the fleet. We really look at key operational problems against the adversary, particularly China. We look at their advances from an intel perspective, and we look at our program and balance it against it. And then we have a model-based systems engineering approach to look at those investments that we think will either accelerate or match the adversary. So there's a de-emphasis on strongly held opinion and an emphasis on the analysis and the wargaming that proves these technologies out. It's not that the things we're talking about divesting are not valuable. They are valuable. They're just less valuable than the things we need to invest in have a capable force. But in many other cases, the systems the services are seeking to divest are simply getting old. Officials argue that not only are they less likely to perform well in a high-end battle than newer systems, but their age means they need more maintenance, and the military's repair facilities and personnel are stretched thin as it is. The Navy's guided missile cruisers are among its oldest platforms, with an average age of 32 years. It's proposing to retire two of the seven it's currently operating. Kilby says keeping those two ships as part of the battle force would require $1.5 billion in maintenance and upgrades.
2: So it would be very difficult to come up with a
1: construct where we'd be able to bring them out and make them relevant in the time we need to in the adversary. But in terms of average age, the Navy's overall fleet of ships and aircraft is just 14 years old. It's a different story in the Air Force. The average airframe in that service is 29 years old. According to Lieutenant General David Nahum, the Deputy Chief of Staff for Plans and Programs, 44% of Air Force pilots are now flying planes that are already past their initially planned design life. He says the service desperately needs to rid itself of older aircraft like earlier generations of the F-15 to make room in its operating budget for newer variants like the F-15EX.
0: The F-15C, I'm very familiar with. That's the platform where I spent most of my time in in the Air Force, Um, and it's falling apart. Uh, There's a number of them sitting at depot down at Warner Robins right now with uh, additional cracks, looking for dispensation, looking for ways to to fix those aircraft. We've got to refresh the airplanes. The F-15EX is not... The, the F-15C that I grew up on, uh, we are benefiting from billions of dollars of Saudi Arabia and Qatari investment into that platform to modernize it to a, to a very viable platform for future warfare. We've got to get these units and these men and women that are doing incredible work with these F-15Cs, and these airplanes are flying so far beyond their initial design service life, uh, to get them new aircraft where they can safely operate and defend our nation, is a huge priority. And the F-15EX is allowing us to modernize a little quicker. We're pretty excited about it coming to service.
1: Like the Navy's request to divest some of its ships, Nahum says the Air Force's request is certainly driven, at least in part, by pressure on its top-line budget. But he urged lawmakers to resist the temptation to keep older aircraft in the inventory simply by adding more operation and maintenance dollars to the president's budget request. That's because the military only has so much capacity in its maintenance depots and the aging fleet has caused its maintenance cost to increase 130% in the last 20 years. Significant delays on deliveries of new platforms like the F-35 fighter and the KC-46 tanker have contributed to
0: that problem. The same uh, uh, incredible men, men and women that are swinging wrenches and flying F, F, A-10s and F-16s today are the same incredible men and women I need flying F-35s tomorrow. And as we continue to take F-35s uh, through the assembly line, uh, we 've got to divest some, otherwise we, we run into a huge manpower problem so the The money is interesting uh, and very important. But the people piece is actually where I think Uh there's most difficulty when you talk about additional resources.
1: It's too early to tell how much congressional opposition the services will face toward their divestment requests. In their testimony before the Senate Appropriations Committee this week, Navy and Air Force officials didn't receive significant pushback, although Senator John Tester noted that parochial interests were likely to make some of them a tough sell once a DOD spending bill reaches the Senate floor.
2: I can tell you that there is not a member on this committee. that doesn't get pressure from other members that serve in the Senate to keep some of these systems. So it, this is really your opportunity to make your case. In its
1: version of the annual defense authorization bill, the Senate Armed Services Committee is attempting to block at least some of DOD's proposed divestments According to a summary of the bill the committee released on Thursday, it would prohibit the Air Force from retiring at least some KC-135 tankers and A-10 aircraft. The legislation also includes restrictions on Navy divestments, although the exact restrictions haven't yet been published. The House Armed Services Committee is expected to mark up its version of the bill next week. Unlike the Senate version, that process will be conducted in open session. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Check
0: out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com.
2: Hello and welcome to the Lessons in Leadership podcast. I am your host, Shane Canfield, CEO of WEPA.